So Connor, hypothetically, if we were going to make a church, what would it look like? Let's talk about this. This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. My name is Mickey. Hello, Mickey. I'm Mickey. <laughs> One of our best friends ever, Mickey Ginter, is on the podcast. It's pretty awesome. She was on the podcast once before when we did that Bible study episode, but uh, I mean, she said like one thing besides, you know, her name on the podcast. So we thought we'd probably have to introduce her again since none of you probably remember her, but she's great nonetheless. She's, she was just a little little hesitant to be on the podcast because... Uh, she's also a, extremely hesitant today. Yep. We're forcing her to. So I probably too, won't so. say a lot again. But no, no, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> just chime in with some beautiful piece of advice whenever you mm-hmm. feel like it. Yeah. Or just nod and agree, but you have to, you know, actually speak and just not nod because then we know that you agree and... <laughs> yeah, then they know that you agree. Yeah, they know, yeah. Well, I mean, we if know, you nod, but... you can't hear the wind, so... Yeah. Good nodding. <laughs> that works too perfect perfect (laughs) all right so connor what are we talking about today let me let me take a bite of my candy bar i cannot believe you're still eating (laughs) on this podcast don't laugh at that mickey it's not funny yeah this is the 48th episode and once again connor is eating on the podcast uh we technically recorded uh a episode already and you may have listened to it because i had two listens um when i because i posted up for just a little bit and then took it down. Um, the reason for that is because it, it was a little bit too early to put that up and, you know, we don't really need to go into the reasons of why that is, but we might put it up later. Um, and when we do, we'll explain, you know, all about this and, you know, we'll explain it to you then. But until then, we are recording this episode and this is what you're getting. So, you know. Yep. This is the real 48th episode, so. So, Connor, what are we talking about today? Uh, like we said already, we're going to talk about the ideal church for us. For us, which for is us. a good uh, thing there. We're not trying to, like, make the perfect church, because, I mean, just look in Acts, I guess that was the closest you can get. But I, and that, even that wasn't perfect, you know, it was just the most ideal we've gotten. <laughs> so, yep. but basically what Connor and I are going to discuss, and Mickey, if she wants to chime in, is... Um, chime in. She nodded there, but, you know, obviously didn't hear Nadia. that. <laughs> <laughs> um is like if Connor and I were going to make a church and I think Connor would probably be the senior pastor if we did this because I don't want to be a pastor you would for, hire for pastor the life Dave of Hughes. me. Well, no, that would okay, that would be ideal. <laughs> but yes. we're not talking about that. We're talking about if, if Connor and I actually started a church right started now a church. in our ability to start a church. Exactly, yes. What would we do? Like um, as as like, you know, adults having careers and whatnot, you know. Oh, okay. So we actually have money. We actually All have right. money. That's a big difference. Yes. No. Well, okay. If we started a church right now, it'd just be some like home church where we'd just be like, okay, guys, this is basically a Bible study. So, <laughs> which, yeah. yeah, wouldn't be a very good situation. So, I mean, it would be like a Sunday nights. That'd be a good. Well, yeah, but it, it would just be supplementary to yeah. other church experiences. Like yeah. if we're going to actually try to make a church then we'd make it with elders and different mm-hmm. ministries and all this stuff. But, you know, obviously. You know, church is nothing if you're not actually doing anything outreach-wise. Yes, yes, definitely. If you're not doing anything with your faith or what you're talking about, there's literally no point. But, yeah, so that that's a good opening to, to this, just talking about, you know, that's one of the most important things about church is ministry, you know, outreach. Um, 
not only within the body of the church and, you know, ministering to all the members of the church, but also outreach to, you know, evangelism and serving people in the community and various things like that. So, so uh, what is our setting for this church? Like, so, and not like maybe specific Hawaii, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's back to the ideal. Um, like not like a specific city or whatever, but like, say just small town Wisconsin bigger city in Wisconsin whatever like w- where would we set this I think a small town would be more community focused and I feel like people would do more okay so let's say small town northern Wisconsin up where we usually like go camping because I could actually see that something like that actually happening and yeah. I would be okay with it so uh like you you should do that Connor go start a church up there and I'll I'll come and join it I'll be one of the elders. Well, I mean, if I haven't gone to seminary, which is no, I'm not saying do it right thing now. In my mind. Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, so yes, that is our setting: small town, small little church. Starting off, what would we call ourselves? Not only like name wise, but like denomination. We probably call ourselves Christians. Well, yes, you know, followers that's not of what Jesus I Christ. That's what I meant. Children you know of God. <laughs> Why is that funny? That wasn't a joke. <laughs> Wow, Mickey says one thing and you yeah, pounce on never it. Again. Never again. Never again. Well, I mean, there, there was two were, yeah, of them right there. Never those again. Were, those were words. That was, but um, it's sound effects. Come on, guys. But no, what I mean is, like, would we tie ourselves to a specific to specific denomination? No. Yeah, no, that's That'd a good answer. Silly. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, well, here's a denomination. Bible. See, but uh, I have a, I have a bit of an issue with that. Simply because a lot of people say that, and it's basically a license to um, be- have all of their members believe completely wildly different things and never stick to one specific doctrine. Because they're always like, oh, well, it's, you oh, know, it's okay, okay to believe what whatever saying. you want on the minor issues, you know. And, and obviously, it's it's not a huge deal, but a lot of things need to be, like, set in place of, like, okay, this is what we believe, this is why we believe it, set up, you know, a mission statement and a you know, uh, whatever it's called, a statement of belief or whatever that a lot of churches have. Hold up, I just found this. Helpful verses to use when witnessing. There's like 20. Oh. It's the most helpful thing on the planet. Yes. It's also irrelevant to what we're talking about right Sorry, now. Sorry, I just, okay, just I glanced down. And... Oh yeah, you have the same Bible as I yeah. 1542. There you go. That's so helpful. I'll probably just edit this out, but you know, whatever. Write this down? <laughs> no, it's good. If you guys have the Evidence Bible, page 1542. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and put the evidence Bible in the liner notes because, and if you don't know what that is, I think you talked about it before. But that would be our church Bible. Would it though? Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather you use an ESV. Mm-mm. No, Ray Comfort okay. is much wiser There's than ESV. There's a split in the church. Divide. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, this is a study Bible, and like, the, you know what I mean? Like, if we had like the Bibles in the church pews, I would just probably want like a blank ESV, you know, kind of a thing, and just boop, you know. No, no, we should get a bunch lexicon of Bibles. Oh no, <laughs> the lexicon Very Bible with all the Hebrew <laughs> and the Greek above it. <laughs> That'd be a little bit too much. Um, to be fair, I mean, we we do. We, hopefully, we would have all of these Bibles at the church that you could like take mm-hmm. a look at. But like we, in the pews, we'd have probably this is the plain ESV study Bible or not study Bible, just library Bible or whatever. Um, but yeah, our our the suggested slash required translations would be NKJV, um, ESV, or NASP. Mm-hmm. So, or the lexicon. 
Oh, obviously the lexicon, but that's... I don't think anyone will buy that. What? We totally will. I mean, we will, but... All right, he still hasn't ordered that, has he? No, he hasn't. We need to remind him. Mm-hmm. Our dad is a little bit forgetful sometimes. We love you, Dad. <laughs> and then he walks in with the tea right now. Um, anyway, yeah, but back to the denomination slash mission statement slash beliefs, whatever. What would we have set in, like, okay, wh- what we believe, like, the section of our website or whatever? You know, like, what what would we... We believe that the Bible is the complete and utter full word of God. There's nothing added to it after this. There's nothing... You cannot take anything away. And uh, we're here to preach the truth. Nothing but the truth. And all of the truth. Uh, and we will not tolerate lukewarm Christians. I don't know if you want to put that specific no, statement in there. going to put that in the statement. No, no, no. You should put something like, this is a community of believers who are, you know, so committed to... So if you're not a believer, get out? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, no. If you're, this is a community of believers committed to keeping each other accountable in the faith and striving towards, you know, the, the end of the race or whatever. And, you know... Ooh, that actually almost rhymes. Yes, yes, it does. Ah. Um, it's like okay. you're a writer or something. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy talk, Mickey. Crazy. Crazy talk. Um, I was actually looking, you know, River Hills is uh, the, and I think we've talked about this before, but the... Uh, one of the local community churches at our in Janesville that we've been going to a couple times um, that our grandparents go to, and it's it's a very very good church. Um, they are uh, they the denomination that technically they are is evangelical free. Um, and I looked up on like the what we believe you know mission statement or whatever of the the denomination of evangelical evangelical free churches of America, and it's one of the best explanations that I have ever heard as a mission statement for a church, and. I'll probably put a link to it, but I think like this would be ours if we would just probably wholesale steal this because it's, you know, just a couple examples. We believe in one God, creator of all things, holy, infinitely perfect, and eternally existing in the loving unity of three equally divine persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Having limitless knowledge and sovereign power, God has graciously, graciously purposed from eternity to redeem a people for himself and to make things new for his own glory. And that's just the first bit of this of what we believe about everything. And it's prop. I don't think I disagree with a single word of it. So we probably have something similar to this and I'll, I'll put the link in the line of notes. Um, and so, yeah, like we would have a very, very clear what we believe mission statement that would line, you know, line out all the doctrines that are essentially important to the gospel. Um, very, very clearly in a way that is, but, but not like simple, you know, like the, a lot of, and I hesitate to just throw this church under the bus, but a lot of churches of Christ, like the denomination, the church of Christ tends to that, like their only creed is no creed, but Christ, which I don't think is a good idea because when you say that you're saying that even our mission statement or what we believe doesn't matter because, you know, Christ. But when you say that, it's like, okay, what Christ are you talking about? And there are so many Jesuses that mm-hmm. it's, you can't just say a statement like that and, you know, not explain yourself. Christ can be anybody. Exactly. And, and that's why creeds are important. It's what, what I've been learning lately. It's creeds are not legalism, you know? Creeds are not, oh, you know, you're not following the Bible. You're following this creed. Creeds are an explanation, a very simplified 
easy to follow explanation of the whole of scripture put out in a simple way that you can understand very, very easily whether or not people agree on these points without just doing an entire exegetical of the entire scripture, you know, it's just taking all the systematic theology, putting it together. This is what the Bible says, you know, fair enough. So, so yeah, we, we probably have a, a, you know, a statement of belief somewhat similar to this one. Um, and I'll read it to you when we get done with this, because I, I, I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me on this, but, um, on, on the fact that it's pretty much the best one I've ever seen, but, uh, yeah, so that that's probably a good place to start there. What would we do next? That's awkward. We'd get dinner. <laughs> we have meals every day to the church. Mm-hmm. A feast, communion feast. <laughs> this Ooh, is that's an interesting question. Say communion. Oh, what would oh, we do for good. communion? This is actually something I was thinking about, but I want to hear your thoughts first. I don't know. To be fair, I've I've never really enjoyed communion. It's not necessarily something that you should enjoy per se. Okay, I I've never you know I mean? I've never seen the point of communion because everybody spoils it. Nobody really does communion the right way. What in do you my mean? opinion? Like 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 uh like mind wise, I don't think very many people go into communion really giving a crap about what it actually is. And mm-hmm. it's so easy just be like, just well, everybody else is doing yeah. it. Okay. Oh, I guess I'll take it. See, me. this is really interesting because when I was on my on the missions trip in Europe, um, in Budapest, um, and, and I talked a little bit about this in 48th episode, but, you know, I wrote a whole blog post about it. I'll link to it in the liner notes here so you can just, you know, take a look at that and then I'll explain basically everything that happened on the mission trip. Um, <clears throat> that first Sunday we were there, we went to the international um, church mm-hmm. there. Um, which is like affiliated with the school. Sure. And that day we were talking about remembrance. We were talking about the importance of remembering the promises of God, remembering the, the, you know, communion specifically. And they took like half an hour almost of that service to do communion. And it was one of the coolest things I had ever seen huh. because they, he like one of the elders came up and he, he like went through this whole thing. It's like, this is why this is important. And this is why we need to be more diligent with remembering these things on a, you know, on a weekly basis, you know, that we need to understand the importance of this. And he was literally just talking about exactly what you probably have a problem with of how we just do it as a ritual. And it needs to be a thing that we remember. And I I think what we would probably do is we would emphasize that every time we did communion, would we do it weekly though? A lot of churches do it weekly. I don't think we would. I think we do it monthly. Month like our church does, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you could take, do it take... both ways, but I think it might be. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure if there's any specific scripture that like points to you should do this weekly. It's just to re- you know remember this. Thing. Yeah. I mean, really, you could probably do it yearly, and you would still be biblical. You yeah. know, just on the days around the Passover feast, kind of a thing. You know, like you know when it was actually happening, kind of a thing. Um. But yeah, it was just really interesting the way okay, you explained so that. So, to be fair, I'm reading the the verses that we always go to for the Lord's Supper and stuff like that. First mm-hmm. Corinthians 11, and it doesn't really say to do it as a communion thing, like a for group church. communion thing. Mm-hmm. It's it says for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till He comes. 
There's no real thing about saying to do it like weekly. Whatever. Yeah, we probably it's have just, to do a little more research on that. Yeah, it's based, what it what it says here in KJV is for as often as you eat bread and drink wine, basically. Oh, like, so I mean, it's that's, just that's even how just I'm reading uh, it at least. Whenever you eat. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. I've actually never heard that before. Uh, yeah, I think maybe we would do it monthly, but then we would spend a lot of time talking about it when we did it. You know, like having it a giant explanation of why this is important, why we need to be remembering it. And maybe even bringing up if that is biblical and we, we did enough research to say, you know, it's not necessarily even talking about a specific time to remember. It's just whenever you eat or drink, mm-hmm. just emphasize that as well. And just say, guys, you know, this is something you can be remembering all the time. And then we can spend a whole lot of time for, you know, ref- with reflection in the service about this and talking about why it's important to remember this stuff and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, Cause I think that would be important. One of the things that I was thinking this is a little bit more silly, but you know how different churches will do communion differently in the terms of like when you eat the bread and and drink the the grape grape juice or whatever. Our hold church. Up, hold up. Okay, the more I'm reading it though, it literally it's just talking about eating and drinking in an un, unworthy manner. Unworthy manner. I mean, he never once is really talking about when you come together for communion. He says, when I you, have a feeling other passages probably say something about that. Probably, but... but well, let's I mean, just leave it at that for now, then, and then, you know, that would be a thing that we... If we were actually going to start a church, we'd probably have to do more research. Oh, yeah. Um, but what... would be like, wait a second. <laughs> Guys, we forgot about communion. <laughs> what would we do communion-wise for, like, when we would eat the bread or drink drink the grape juice? Because, you know, some our church, we all eat it at the same time mm-hmm. and, and drink, you know, the stuff at the same time. Um, Anna's church, Roxbury... They we you you take it and you just kind of you just eat it as soon as it comes to you and then you you, know, you kind of you know bow your head in prayer and reflect and whatever. Would we do? I don't know. Which one I of those like would we do, or would we do something completely? different? I'm pretty sure we would do it our way. I mean, it seems kind of like silly because you're, you're supposed to be doing it like as a group. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's like a it's a group thing. Yeah, I think I'd probably do yeah do it that way too. For some reason, in my mind, my mind is pointing to a third way. That I wasn't, I thought about it. So I'm having point, a feast, I, like it says, not to do in First Corinthians. Yeah, no, no, do that. Another but, way is where you all go up to the front and uh, the pastor or like priest or whoever, and then the other members of the church, certain members of the church, give it to you, mm-hmm. and you go in rows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we used to do that on Saturday nights at church. We we used to have them just come up and grab it. Right, because there um, wasn't a lot. There wasn't a whole lot of people. So it was just like. Ah, see, I'm trying to remember how they did it at the international church because I feel like that was because we were thinking about it so much. I, I was thinking about it so much because they were talking about it. I was like, oh, I like the way they're doing communion right now, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember how it was different. I don't remember. I think they, they, they passed it all out. Oh, oh, they did it like this. They they passed out the bread. and There was actual bread? No, it was crackers oh, or whatever. That's cool. They, they passed out the crackers and... We, we all had it, and they waited until everyone had gotten it, and then went down, and then we all took it at once, but it was like, I feel, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but I know there was like, t- almost like five minutes or something like that, where we were just sitting there with this bread reflecting. It okay. was like a long time to, to reflect or whatever, and then they did the same thing again with the, the, the cup. 
you know, with the grape little things of grape juice or whatever. And they had like five minutes to reflect on it. Okay. If we had a two hour service, I'd consider that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I feel like the point of church is not for us to just sit and reflect. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, if we had a longer service, then I'd think about it. But yeah, if it was like an hour service or whatever. But we would probably have it be a longer service. We'd probably have For sure. two hours. Because especially if it was going to be a small church in like a small Wisconsin yeah. town, you know. I mean. It'd be one service. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. Going on from communion. Um, I'm assuming that we would just do elders, you know, the same way that pretty much every church yeah. does elders. Actually, I think it's just old people who come. They're <laughs> no, that is, that is not how that works. Um, and I'm actually not entirely sure how all these people are chosen in our church or other churches. Because like, there's the there's the three different types. There's elders, and there's the board of trustees. That Usually all these churches have this. And then mm-hmm. deacons. I think deacons are just supposed to be... I know they don't teach. I know elders are supposed to be able to teach, but deacons don't. And I'm trying to remember what exactly a deacon means. They entertain. I, I'm pretty they sure that, is, <laughs> that would be a jester. Oh, we should have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, you can be the jester. Maybe? No? All right, we'll have Nate Walsh. Nate Walsh. Can Nate be Walsh is our official jester. Oh, my goodness. Messenger? Servant? I'm totally so looking at on this. No. I know the Catholic Church does it differently, but... I'm fairly sure that every church does something different. Let's look at, see how the Baptists do it because of Pastor Gabe Hughes. Um, you have a Baptist church? He's a Baptist church. Oh, can't listen to him anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Legalism! 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 Not true. Okay, so apparently their roles are semi-pastoral, um, or no, no, maybe not. It looks like some of them decide some of the church affairs, some of them serve in family ministry only. I guess it, I, I need to do more study on this, but I'm not actually entirely sure what deacons do. I mean, I don't think we'd have much structure to that. No, probably not. we probably just have like, you know, whatever, elders and... I think, yeah, we for sure have sh- elders and... Board of trustees and ministers. Fi- and a board of trustees mm-hmm. to handle finances and stuff. Yeah. Other than that, I really don't think I'd care. Yeah. I, I, basically, I'm just trying to... What we do is we try to model it like the, the churches in you know Ephesus and Corinth and you know, all the other places that Paul specifically told them this is how church is supposed to behave. You, you try to model it all after that, which is, um, you know, elders and all that stuff. And uh, one thing I would say that we'd be very, very strict on... Um, at least I'm assuming that we would be, that you'd agree with me on this, is that only men are the teachers and elders yeah. and all that stuff. So. I I, am, I have no problem with with women uh, ministers, but women pastors is a no-no. What would be the difference between minister and pastor? Like Mary at our church, she's a shepherding, a shepherding pastor. Oh, well, yeah, she's a counselor. She, yes, she's, she's, yeah, she's a counselor. Yeah. Completely okay with that. I have no problem yeah, with that. I'll be fine with that, too. And I think oh, like there's a big... Uh, There's a big brouhaha. Big, yeah, big brouhaha about you know women in the church and stuff like that. I have just, absolutely just nothing. Put woman in the uh, woman should be silent in the church. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What in video? Our, the what, no, the what video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just put that in the liner notes. notes. If you, you want to know about this, just go straight. But to what yeah, I would just say real quick. My, my my thoughts are just 
you know, I have absolutely no problem with women being in the church. Women should obviously be in ministry in the oh, church. Yeah. Like they should. Because obviously you need women to minister to other women because men shouldn't be doing that, especially not one-on-one or like in small groups. That would be, it would be super okay. sketchy. Um, but also like, I feel most of the time I feel like women are just better at ministering to children as well. Um, for, for multiple reasons. Um, women are nicer. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, because of some issues that you can have with men who want to, be around children for other reasons, you know, entirely. Yeah. It's it's safer to go with a woman in that situation. Um, obviously, we would be very, very discerning, or we try to be at least, about who we would have in I, ministry I, opportunities. Like, okay. I, I think there would be, like, extensive, very, very extensive stuff. Mm-hmm. For the children's pastor specifically. I mean, any like, literally anybody who worked in children's ministry, there would be... The most extensive Constant thing. accountability, too. Yes. Yeah. There, there would be... Literally, oh, yeah, it would definitely. be the most extensive thing yeah. possible. Um, but, yeah, so, to like... To the point where nobody would want to do it unless they really felt mm-hmm. like it was God's calling. Therefore, we would have mm-hmm. very few but very good teachers. Yes. Um, and I have no idea where it talks about women not speaking in the church. I'm just... It's one of the epistles. Going through Paul's letters. But, yeah, again, it was... It's it's a situation where the the it's it's a reflection of the family unit and a reflection of uh, the Trinity. It's it's all of yes. those three things are tied together. Um, when you look at the family unit, obviously you know the man is supposed to be at the head of the household, and then the woman is this you know the supporting role, and then the children are the, the people that they minister. Well, whereas I, I can no longer be okay with Christianity because that is sexism. Okay, but also. <laughs> But also because marriage is, you know, um, Christ is the head of the marriage and then the man is below Christ and then the woman is, you know, um, not below that, but like in the supporting role the, there. Yeah. No, the man is the head of the of the wife, just like Christ is the head. Just of the like Christ is the head of the church. And that's exactly the, the reflection where Christ is the head of the church and then you have the pastoral staff and then you have the body of the church. Which is the same relationship. All throughout the Bible, you will see that same trifecta of the three that reflects the Trinity in some way or another. Um, and again, this I can is... smell the, the teeth. Again, <laughs> it at me. Again, a lot of this stuff, it's not just to say, you know, in what, the what videos cover this. It's not to say, uh, in the podcast, if you listen to those. It's, it's not just to say that all men should be all over all women. Obviously, yeah. that's not that's what the he case. starts out by saying, and then was like, yeah. that's, "That's not okay." Yeah, uh. he was just kidding, but um, but yeah, it's it's within those specific roles as the family and the church. And if you have those. a problem with that, take it up with God because we didn't say it. Yep. Um. Yeah. So what else? What else do we have? Okay, ministries. Then, so like, what specific ministries would we have? In terms of like, you know, we have, would we have a, okay, well, we have a youth minister, a children's ministry in the same way that we, our church has it. I want to, but with River Hills, I'm questioning it. I feel like no matter what, we should emphasize that the parents should be teaching their children. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I would agree with that. Okay. So basically I, I love the whole ca- uh, uh, catechism thing. Yes. And I think that would, I, I think I should. Or and just to explain that for the listeners, um, basically at, at River Hills uh, Community Church here in Janesville, they, 
um, they have like a, a children's sermon. And a lot of ch- other churches do this too. And I, I've seen this where they have like all the kids come up, especially with smaller churches that don't have huge opportunities for ministries and, you know, a bunch of people to work there. Um, they have like a children's sermon where they, you know, they come up and they just, you know, teach them something more simple. Um, <laughs> more simple. Well, not more sense. simple, but like condensed and for yes. the kids specifically. Yes. Um, not at all simple yet somehow understandable. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> by the power of God. Yes. <laughs> Um, and, uh, what's it called? You know, and then, then, you know, at River Hills, they don't really have a, you know, a children's ministry or even a youth ministry. It's just, they, they emphasize, Hey, parents, you need to be training your children. And we're going to talk to them here about this, but it's your job to translate what you are learning in the sermons to your kids. Um, um, which is one way to do it. And it's a very, very plausible way of doing it, especially with a smaller church like that. Our church, uh, Faith Community Church, has much more extensive youth ministry and children's ministry. And dad has said this before. He said if, if parents were actually doing their jobs in the way that they should, his job would not exist. And that is, you know, why probably one of the reasons that River Hills doesn't have a youth ministry, not to say that it was, it's perfect, but there are a lot more, and because it's smaller and it's just a few select families um, who, who are stayed in this church kind of thing for a long time, they're doing a very good job of training up their kids where we have so many people and a lot of seekers that are constantly coming into our church. And, you know, a lot of kids that come to our church who don't have their parents come to the church and so on and so forth, where, where that's just not a feasible option to just say, tell the parents, you should be training your kids because they won't get the training they need from their kid, their parents at that point. Um, and so that's why, you know, our church has so much more extensive ministries in, in those areas is because, we need to, because if you don't, then the kids aren't getting any, um, any training in the way that they probably should be. Um, so yeah, if we did it, how, how would you think Connor? I, I like the idea of the catechism simply because then the kid, the parents know what we're talking about and just like, if nothing else, I'm, I'm showing them how to teach their kids. Mm. Like if, if nothing else, I think that would be the just a very good thing right is you're you're showing parents how to teach their kids mm. that's that's good i mean i i really like how they're always talking about uh teaching hearts training minds or whatever mm-hmm. uh, have you know have, we, we have resources for you yeah. know your family to, to help teach your kids and for the catechism and, thing basically what they do is you know for that children's sermon they go through the shorter westminster catechism and like just the questions that they have in there and just talk to them about like one theological concept every week kind of a thing so they actually didn't do that today yeah i know they didn't but just that's because of the baptism, the baptism yeah. yeah but okay so yeah okay so i i fully believe that is, is extremely important for parents to be teaching their Absolutely. children and their teenagers. And we would be emphasizing that extremely powerfully. Like that would probably be the number one thing. I probably say that every single, every single, week. every single yeah. week. If, if I was the head pastor, I'm still under that assumption. And I keep, no, I yeah, keep saying we would make and, this church. So yeah, well, but, but I, I still don't, I, I still would not say that I would be the head pastor of this church, whether I founded it or not. I, I can't speak for the life of me. That that's what this is helping you. So, I'm just saying. All I do is sit here and eat Milky Ways. Come on. <laughs> Cosmic brownies, trail mix. I'm always uh-huh. eating something. Yep. I could not. I could not preach for over over, over an <laughs> just hour. Have Milky Way. <laughs> have some trail mix up there. <laughs> hey kids, is that a tootsie roll? Yeah, bring it up to me real quick. <laughs> so you're tithing. Let me teach you a little bit about tithing. Yeah. Oh, that will be an interesting thing, actually, Connor. 
um, tithing and giving and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the, the what guy, Pastor Gabe Hughes, he talked about on one of the podcasts how technically the tithe, this is very technically, you, it just can be interpreted differently, but the way he was interpreting it and a lot of people interpret it this way is that the tithe was specifically because Israel was a theocracy and that was the money the government got. And that was the 10% of all of their land and food and everything they had and money went to God because it paid for the priests to live, you know, and the judges and stuff like that. Whereas we're translating that over into our Christian, which is not like necessarily a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a requirement that it's always this 10%. You know how we always say tithes and offerings. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you give your 10% and then if, you know, you, you should, you can give more or whatever if God's calling you to give more. But really... Um, like Pastor Gabe was saying this at one point, he's like, there was a time in my marriage where it would have been impossible for me to give 10% of my income because of how poor we were at that time. It would, I would have been a bad steward with my money if I had given more than that to, to the church, like every week kind of a thing because of how much money they were getting in. Um, which is, I think it's a perfectly viable thing. Like God is, if, if you are right with God, it's again, it's not the amount that matters. It's never the amount that matters. You know, the, the woman who gives I mean, the one coin, yeah. well, you know, the Bible specifically says, if you're not going to give generously, don't give, don't it, all. give it all. Yeah. God loves a cheerful, cheerful giver. Exactly. But generously could be something completely different yeah. for people, you know, for different people. And I'm not saying that none of you should ever tithe anymore. Um, but you should, you don't, it doesn't need to be this hard and fast rule. I've always got to give a 10%, you know, mm-hmm. give whatever you feel God is calling you to give. Like seriously, that God is calling you to give. And you yeah. know this in your heart, you know, like don't just say, oh, well, God is happening to be calling me only give a dollar today. Well, that's handy. You know, <laughs> that's not how that works. But I feel like we would emphasize less in our church. Like, oh, you got to give the 10% and yeah, more to just. Be fair, I think how I would present it usually is I would I would give them specific numbers and I'd be like all right to fund this mission trip or whatever it would be this much mm. so give how you see fit like th- that's probably what I would do because and maybe you say every time all right you know if to every month we need this amount of money to keep the church yeah. up and running yeah. so you know keep that in mind yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to let me starve I'll starve man I'll just call it fasting you know, I mean, I'll just get some more spiritual yeah, awesomeness know, but, out of it. I don't know if you really want to watch my kids, you know, fast and starve <laughs> like that, but you know, I mean, you can, if you want to force us to do spiritual things, we'll do it with a cheerful giving heart. Oh, but okay. No, in all seriousness, uh, I dare to share actually, uh, uh, Ugh. uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think we could talk about this. I know. Yeah. Um, I don't, want, I don't want to bash them on this. No, just say there is a conference. Okay, all right. So, yeah. I went to a conference recently where they were talking about some sort of ministry thing and they were asking people to give to it. And I don't remember, I don't even, I don't even remember what it was. I don't think I cared enough. Um, no, I really don't. I really didn't care at all. But and I'm sure it was for something good, but I just did not care at all. Um, and, and it mainly was because how they presented it. And they were, you know, saying... All right, just close your eyes and, you know, think of that number that God wants you to mm-hmm. give. And I was just like, ah, 
I don't like that. And and then he was like, you know, giving suggestions. Maybe it's maybe it's ten dollars. Maybe it's twenty. Maybe it's a hundred. And just doing all these different things. And I was just like, I just don't like this. This is just silly. Mm. Um, yeah, I have a feeling that our, our church, if we made this church, um, <laughs> what it would be. <laughs> when you said that, I thought you were talking about FCC for no, a second. No, no, no. So uh, that's why I was defining yeah. it. Um, would be try to be as practical as possible in mm-hmm. terms of those kinds of things. Like, don't. I, one of the things that I I don't dislike about a lot of ministries and churches and stuff like that is that they just get too involved in the mysticism of things. You know, like it's like, oh, you know, just whatever you're, whatever you're feeling, God is calling you to do. It's just like, no, uh, you know, you have this thing called prayer, and you have this thing called um, the Bible. And those are the things that God's speaking to you through, and you know. Uh, working through you with the Holy Spirit with, it's not this mystical prayer language or what, you know, whatever it is. It's just these practical things that you're communicating to God with. Just look at those things. Ask God to show you what you should do. Read the Bible a lot. The Holy Spirit will take care of the rest, you know? So just take over your bank account and just start pouring money into the church and be like, what just happened? It must've been the Holy Spirit giving (laughs) money to the church. Well, I guess in that case, it actually would be the Holy Spirit giving to the church because, I mean, we don't. We're, we're, are the only reason we have the uh, the willingness to do the good things that we can do is because yeah. of the Holy no, Spirit. No, obviously, no. I was so. I'm making a joke of like, oh, somebody stole money from my bank account. It was probably just the Holy Spirit oh. giving money to the church. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. That's not. I must, have, that. I must have sleptwalked and God possessed me for a second, <laughs> gave all my That's money to the church. Not how that works at all. What? Right. God doesn't take stuff from me? Will no, it? no. God doesn't possess you. <sighs> that's that's demons, Connor. Yeah. Um, to but, be fair, God still doesn't make you do anything. <laughs> yes. He changes your yeah. will yeah, to want to do your will to want to do different things, but he just never makes you do anything. Yep. It's like, if, if God made me do stuff, life would be so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then... Ugh. Anyway, we're not going to get into yeah, that. that. Me and Jared were just talking about that recently, so I had to bring it up. It's... We were talking about some sort of video or whatever, and it was like, that makes that didn't make any sense. If God willingly took things away from me, or like, un- if God unwillingly took things away from me. Like, you didn't want him. Yeah, I didn't, like, God never tries to, you know, make you do anything. He, he tries to get you to do things. He never forcefully grabs you and says, give me this, mm-hmm. like, tears away from your hands. If it did... We would have so little, so, you know, so much less problems. That well, I mean, faith and hope wouldn't exist as yeah. things, <laughs> you know, and love wouldn't actually. Yeah. None of those would exist. So that's probably the reason that he doesn't do it. Um, but anyway, uh, what other like things would we have to go through here? What other things can you think? Probably of? tribulation and persecution. No. <laughs> things we have to go through. <laughs> I meant for this church idea stuff let's talk about um who we would hire all right so yeah i mean it's who are our ideal people to be hired for these ministries we're, we're pretty close to youth group right pretty close to six o'clock how much time do we got yeah we got 554 so we're gonna wrap this up quick but all right so yeah let's just let's just go for ministers say who we want and then let's just close there okay that's fine um for sure if we could find the fountain of youth and put Janan in it uh, we would definitely hire her as a children's minister. Yes. But she's about to retire, yeah. so I don't she, think I, she wants to do that. I think she's done. <laughs> she's, she's 70 years she, old. Yeah, no, she, she's hires. 70 years old. We make this church, and we go up to her like, please, Jeanette, come out of retirement. We need you. Or like, or like right as she retires from our church, we start a new church, and <laughs> we're like, hey, Jeanette, 
we retired from that church because you knew we were starting this church, right? But I had the feeling that maybe that might actually be a thing that she would consider simply because it would be such a small church. And it would be a vacation place. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, like, it'd be like, oh, I can retire yeah. to this church. Uh, be perfect. Clever girl. But okay, barring that, if we can't have Janan, who's the best children's minister ever, who do we have? I think we all know the answer to this. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, yeah. right? Yeah. Sarah Kaveja. Sarah Kaveja. Our good friend, Sarah Kaveja, who is basically awesome. Yeah. Uh, really just, great with kids. Just the other day, she was talking to our youth group, and it, it had just been after that, that one, uh, the one the thing, conference. the conference yeah. that we went to or whatever, and I was so upset at, about the things they didn't say, and me and Sarah have, have differed on things before. So I don't think we've ever disagreed on anything on biblical. main biblical points, yeah. yeah. We've always just come at it from different ways. Mm-hmm. And, but she, even she said everything they didn't say and, you know, talked about the hard stuff, mm-hmm. you know, even she always mentions the hard stuff and, and we'll talk about that and include that into what's going on. Mm-hmm. But she, she still likes to come at it at a different way than I do. And I, mm-hmm. that's completely fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, I, I couldn't care about that less, but yeah. And so, especially for kids, I think Sarah Gavagia would be the best bet at it. And I, I, I would be able to trust her. And mm-hmm. there's like maybe five other people on this planet that I'd also be able to trust to teach kids. Yeah. Okay, six. Six that I know personally. Okay, fair enough. Is Mickey one of those? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Am I one of those? No. What? What? Really? Are you being serious? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I was about to say, I about to <laughs> you. Well, you disappointed kid. All right, so if you're the senior pastor, okay, if you weren't the senior pastor, who would you want to be the senior pastor? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, other pastors that I know from other churches, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Again, this would be in like maybe ten years in the future or something yeah. like that. So we, you'd ima- have to imagine that these people have matured at least a bit by then, you know. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll just have to do it. So that's no. why you have to do it, no, Connor. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sure somebody will come along. And we'll that just, we're okay, we'll just build do the this, church <laughs> and then just bring everybody there and then just be like. Right. Well, that's shows actually up. the thing. To be honest, that, that's actually what churches do. You know, not necessarily build the building and then, hey, <laughs> pastor. But like, they they set out like audition, not auditions, but like a hey, call for pastors. Church. You know, yeah. let's interview you and you know whatever. Because again, yeah. and this is a thing that I've learned recently is that you don't have to have a pastor to be a church. It's important, yeah. but it's like a football team not having a quarterback. It's technically possible, and it's there's a team in college football that one the entire season without a quarterback position. No one played quarterback position. And so they, they basically won by running and a lot of good defense. <laughs> so there's my one sports reference that I've ever made on this podcast. Yep. Pastor Jeff kind of talked about that today. That's why I was... Oh, did he? Oh, did he? Awesome. Well, he like, yeah. He was saying how like you can... They'll always, well, they said they'd always, he'd always fill like the quarterback quarterback position with kind of like whoever like mm. Aaron Rodgers like they don't need Aaron Rodgers to play for the Packers oh yeah. I was I was taking notes or reading some something yeah I don't remember yeah Same. I remember him talking about Aaron Rodgers but mm-hmm. I totally spaced out because I was doing something else <laughs> I, yeah. I literally Center. don't remember what it was it's just like yeah. it, it, no one specific person is what holds it together and he was actually talking about the church yeah. so it's just yeah. like there you go yeah yeah uh, uh, 
today's sermon for our church was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. I didn't end up actually end up listening to it. I'm a, I'm a sinner. Well, because I had to take a shower and oh, you had to I, was just, I was just running late. really late. I don't know what was happening with me, but then they left without me and then I had to walk. So oh, that yeah. ended we, up a lot of we time. We totally left without you. And no, you had no, I wasn't to blaming walk. you. You left without me because I wasn't ready. So to be fair, you told us to just leave. I know because you exactly. needed to take a shower. I wasn't blaming like, you. Just get in the car and you were like, no, I'm not gonna go to church without taking a shower. Have you seen my hair in the morning, Connor? Have <laughs> you smelled disaster. your armpits in the morning? Exactly. They smell pretty decent. No. <laughs> you smell no, his armpits in the morning? <laughs> no. Every <Wow>. morning. <laughs> well, oh, dear. You smell your armpits before you leave. <laughs> Just make sure. Did you use deodorant today? Please let me never be that dad. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't. I'm going to go die now. <laughs> die now. <laughs> Smells smell, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are the positions? Uh, right. Worship leader? You. Would that be me? Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. No, I, I, I would actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like I would, No, I would be completely fine with doing that. But, but what I would probably want to do, if, I, if we made this church, I would want to be in charge of worship and in charge of like media and other things like that, like any film cool related that. things or, you know, what clips we're going to show at the service and what... Um, I mean, this is dramas or something like that. Yeah, we, we, I would be involved with any of the artistic stuff that's involved in the church. Like, I, that's that would be a cool. I would literally, legitimately do that as a career for my life. Like, I would totally do that if we if it was a small yeah, church that like you were in charge of. That'd be the best thing ever. So, so yeah. Okay, I'm a worship leader. There you go. That works. Done. Who would be the youth minister? I have no idea. Would we actually have a youth ministry? I think we would have a Wednesday or some other day. Would I have to be in charge of that too? Uh, I would actually probably be okay with doing that, to be honest. If it was a small church. I mean, I don't know anybody else who's like super good with teens that I actually trust. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, like... And especially with the... I'm not when you saying get to I the don't older... trust them, but I don't trust them. No, no. It's like, <laughs> especially when you get to the older age, too, it's probably yeah, better... It's, no, it's well, much better. Well, it's better It's better um, to have a male in charge of it, too, simply because you're you're starting to blur that line between teaching children oh, and teaching absolutely. adults, yes, which is it's just way safer to just have a guy in charge of that instead of a woman. But, yes. uh, um, but, no, but specifically... But, okay, was... one of the things that, real quick, Pastor Gabe was talking about is, like, something that he believes that's not necessarily truth, but, um, you know, just his opinion on this is, like, when Paul says to be a man of one wife as a pastor, that you sh- that's a requirement to be married. Yeah. No, I, I thought that was really good. He didn't he didn't necessarily say that specifically in the episode that I listened to. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that, like, this is He said know, it specifically biblical. in one episode. So Did he? he? Yeah. I, I, me man, I don't listen to that one. I don't think I did, but I he talked about the qualifications for a pastor. Okay, that's actually the episode. And oh, that was the episode. Yep. He specifically said he specifically said that he's like I, be, you know, I believe. Oh in yeah, this other okay. theologian right. believes yes. that this means you a pastor yes. should be married, which which makes sense because of the accountability there. Yes, um, you know, it's a single guy pastor just irks me. Yeah, you know I, I mean? I so that means you have to get that, married, yeah. Connor. Sorry. Yeah, I w- I would not be willing to be a head pastor until unless you were married. married. Yeah. yeah. Also because of the support system that a, yeah, <laughs> a marriage. If has. I was single. I would just, I would, I, no, I would literally just sit in my room and just like pour over 
the Bible or whatever and be like, I have to do a good sermon. I have to do a good sermon. Then I'd just be like, I'd get there at Sunday and be like, I haven't talked to people in a year, like a whole week, guys. I haven't seen the sun. Especially because you as an introvert, that's probably what yeah. you'd end up doing. So that's why you need to marry an extrovert. So, because you need to actually be plan. social. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's for me in the plan. Which is why I'm marrying an introvert. Hopefully. If everything works out. <laughs> That was so really telling me. Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> You're mind. engaged? Oh, no, I'm not. Here. I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I know I know people that I would really trust and respect to be able to teach, but not necessarily people that would be specifically good for Okay, so, so for example, like just finishing this out, if we, if like every one of our good friends went to this church, okay. who would we have be the elders? As of right now, Jared, Connor Martin, and AJ. AJ. Okay, yeah, for Dale? sure. Those three. Dale. I don't know. He's too much of a nerd. <laughs> He's an engineer. That is not the qualification for an elder. Yeah, come on. It's a disqualification if you're an elder. Did you say Jared? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm cool with Dale. Okay. No, I yeah I'm cool with Dale too. So I suggested him. Yeah, Dale, AJ, Connor, Martin, Jared. And that'd probably actually be enough for a small church, just the four. Yeah. Yeah. Those four specifically. Who would who be having the I board also... of trustees in charge of our money? <laughs> Dale. Who's <laughs> <laughs> good with money? <laughs> Dale. All right, yeah. I'll go with that. AJ, probably too. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't think they can be the same. I don't think they can be both, though. I don't think our church has overlap there. I mean... It's probably safer, too. Yeah. Because then you have the constant check and balance of the board of trustees who's in charge of all the money, the elders who are in charge of keeping the pastor accountable, and the pastor who's in charge of keeping the elders accountable and the board of trustees, but... It's like the Trinity. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh... What other positions? Oh, well, we have, like... This is obviously a small church, but we have any sort of support pastor like discipleship or shepherding or whatever where you just you and I just like take care of that I don't know neither of us are good at praying I'm good at praying you are? yeah oh, I, I haven't I, noticed I'm fine at praying like I, I wouldn't I'm not one of those people who like can go on for like hours yeah. praying but I I can pray Yeah, I can pray better than you anyway yeah. <laughs> Poor Connor. Takes one to know one, I guess. So bad. I mean, I don't know. Okay, uh, then let's go to a different question then real quick before we end this. What kind of ministries would we be involved in in terms of outreach and stuff? And, like, inside the church? Like, what, what would we be focusing on with those kinds of things? Um... Specifically, we would emphasize friendship evangelism, that if the people you are constantly in uh, contact with, if you are not doing anything and they don't know you're a Christian, then like, how can you call yourself a Christian if, it, if nothing actually comes out of your life? Yeah. And 2 Corinthians 13.5, test yourself and see whether you are not in the faith. If people don't know, if people can't tell, by by what you do, then, I mean, you need to 
reprioritize. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, if you have a job, if you're self-employed, I mean, I don't know, my kids <laughs> just don't know. No, but even then, to be honest, like, okay, so for example, say you're a freelance writer or something. You're always you're gonna have a network of people. You're gonna have other writers that you're talking to. You're gonna have editors you're talking yeah, to. Okay. You're gonna have industry people that you're talking to, and you can do the same thing there. Yeah. You have colleagues, like other people who are freelance, who you will talk to. You know that kind of stuff. There's always yeah. gonna be a network of people. Yeah, there's always gonna be a network for peop- of people for everyone. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that in every single job you're gonna have an opportunity. To no. Be, to do so. No. Um. I mean, if you work at you know, focus on the family or something like that. It's not like you can just to go up fair, to someone. You can keep each other accountable, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like, fair, you can't I mean, just go up to someone and say, um, listen, I don't think you're a Christian and there's no reason yeah. why, you know, whatever, but not in like that I'm, way anyway. Yeah, I feel like I'm much better in situations where everybody, you know, has an opinion about God. I'm much better at being like, you aren't serving the actual God than trying to convince somebody to have a conversation with me about God. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at socializing. I'm just, I'm so bad at it. If, if we have a ground to work on, then I can go mm, for it. Yeah. But if, if I... You have to be the initiator of the I'm, conversation. I'm yeah. so bad at street witnessing and all of the above. <laughs> but yeah. This is why you need an extrovert wife. Yep. Because <laughs> she can do that for you. Yep. <laughs> so bad. Oh, dear. So um, bad. Okay, so that I, I think we would probably also focus on being having those accountability groups set up where you, you like always be emphasizing hey guys like you can't don't just call yourselves christians and come here every week and not do anything about it like oh, we, yeah, we, obviously. We, you need to be plugging into these small groups you need to be meeting one-on-one with people you need to be mentoring and being mentored and so on yeah. and so forth and emphasize it every week and then the people who you know aren't doing that you talk to them you know yes. say hey why are you here you know I mean, literally, that's probably how I'd start off some conversations. I'd be like, you know, hey, huh, you know, notice you haven't been, you know, doing whatever. Like, so I'm just going to ask you flat out, why are you coming to this church? Mm-hmm. I mean, what what is your purpose in coming here? Are you coming here to learn more about God? And if and if so, why haven't I mean, you made a decision? Why haven't, no, no, how, why haven't you been obeying God's teachings? Right. What's the point in learn, learning anything if you don't put it into practice? That's in the verse, Bible. Verse, verse, verse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to have, like, a backup, just, like, a storage of, like, all these different verses memorized. And I'll just be like, this, that, um, Yes, this, as a pastor, that, you would definitely that. need that. Well, obviously. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that's pretty good to, to wrap it up there. Um, I think we have built a pretty cool church. <laughs> you can see it in our heads. Gonna... <laughs> oh, what does it look like? Yeah, we're going to, like, telepathically show you our image of our no. new church. There's AJ. Wave to him. <laughs> There's oh, our congregation. AJ can be in charge of graphic design too. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Good. Mickey, what do you want to do in our church? Do you want to do you want to lead a women's small group? Sure. Okay. Awesome. Mickey's in charge of the women's small to group. To be fair, stuff. I'd say like nursery and preschool stuff. I think. Yeah. Like <laughs> Sexist. No, that's. The only thing a woman is good for. No, no, there's no, 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 yeah, I know, that's I'm her kidding. favorite thing. Okay. I, I was just kidding. I knew. I knew. At what point did she see Cade and not steal her, steal him from Rachel? Oh, now we're getting into gender, gender dysphoria. No, no, stop, stop, stop. That's an entirely different podcast. <sighs> Which we're not going no. to. No. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's the uh, wrap there. Um... 
if you disagree with any of any of what we have said, please tell us. Okay, know. everybody's gonna disagree with stuff like this. I mean, there. Okay, we okay. We definitely would appreciate your opinions mm-hmm. and your judgments on what you think uh, should be done as a church, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean we'll change our yeah no it doesn't mean we'll change our opinion because I mean I don't think anything we've said has really been a we didn't talk about the gospel at all and that's yeah, like that's true. the number one thing I mean you we, can jump well we on. kind of did because I'm gonna link this in the liner notes the right evangelical okay. free statement of faith or whatever right. but and I mean that's what we believe yes, so if you have a problem with that I mean yeah if you have a problem with that read your Bible more yeah pretty much I mean I haven't even read it yet and I'm just gonna go for it <laughs> no no it's <laughs> that's nice to know that you trust me that much <laughs> to be fair i'm definitely skeptical Gil. Mm, okay yeah. yeah you're skeptical about river hill's statement of faith uh-huh. <laughs> okay i mean they basically said it when they were baptizing the yeah pretty much yeah. i okay that's actually one of the things that i like too and this is be the last thing we say baptism i liked the way they did baptism yeah and, and, oh, this is like something I've talked to Anna about. One of the things that she actually mentioned that I, I think might is be that, a problem in our church yeah. is that we don't, we only have specific times and yes. days we do baptism. Instead baptism of, hey, I'm I'm saved, I want to be baptized, yeah. we just have you split in the next slot yeah. oh, on, on but, Sunday. But the problem is we have, we have, we such, have such a short big, service. Yeah, short service and such a big church that that won't happen. Nobody really... You know, we can't we can't be like, hey guys, if you're a Christian, you know, get baptized, kind of a thing. Um, I mean, we can. Well, that. we can't. Well, okay, <laughs> but like as a as a as as a pastor, he can say that to the congregation. Mm-hmm. But we, it's very hard to be like, oh, this person just became a Christian because, and mm-hmm. he should get baptized because you know we're such a big church yeah, that yeah, yeah. that information is probably not out there. You know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, I mean, maybe maybe like a small group of people. You know, know about this kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, I guess it would, be, it would be a lot easier if if we made this church and it was a smaller it's church. A smaller just church. be like, oh, hey, you're saved. Talk about uh, baptism. Yes, we'll be baptized now. You know, but I like the way that River Hills did it because of the explanation. That yes. the, the the more of a statement of faith, and I'm, I was fine. You know, w- w- with our stuff, uh, Pastor Tim goes through like you know a, a presentation with them and say, "Hey, do you yes. really understand this?" And, and that's all good. The, the main thing is they do a class beforehand. Yes. They don't. They don't. They need did to, it at River Hills though too. Did they? Remember, do you hear them, what he's talking about? He's like, we talked to these guys beforehand. Oh, right, okay, yeah, but that wasn't like asked a... them. A, no, but th- I feel like they did it more in depth than we do, which is something that I would say for our church. But we would, I would make sure that for the baptism stuff, we would go very in depth. We would make sure that like you and I or whatever would like talk to the, whoever's going to be baptized and be like, all right, we're laying out the gospel. Do you believe every single bit of this? And are you willing to live it? Otherwise, we're not going to baptize you, you know? I mean, yeah, <laughs> we would get like punched <laughs> oh of course we would we're i mean first of all i'm not sociable at all secondly you, you'd yes. say something really stupid. i would i would yeah. at some point I i'm gonna say though. something so dumb yeah i mean we're both which stupid. is why we need our wives yeah cool wives and man. we also need aj and well aj <laughs> aj to be the the counter to that to, yeah yeah aj's smart <laughs> well he's he's also very calm and yes. non-volatile <laughs> compared to us. You We're know what I mean? Volatile. Oh, I'm more vol- volatile than you. Are you? Yes. You realize what the word volatile means. Define it. Ugh. Look up a stupid definition for the word volatile. 
So you don't even know. No, it's uh, evaporating rapidly, passing off readily in the... Oh, that's not what I mean. A volatile... Oh. Tending or threatening to break out into open violence. Explosive. What I mean is explosive. That's what I meant by volatile. Okay, all right. I'm yeah, just saying, okay, AJ's, right. AJ's, AJ's okay. a very, very calming factor. Yeah. He can be very, very precise about what the words he wants to, you, you know, use and doesn't, he doesn't tear, most of the time he doesn't get super riled up about anything. No, he does not. So, you'd be, a, he, he would probably, what I'd say is like us three would be the people who talked to the person who's going to be baptized. Yeah, I would agree with that. That'd be cool. I, I think us three would probably be my, like, main pick. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose three, yeah. it would be me, you, and AJ. Mm-hmm. I mean... We're, we we just Ooh, we, we could have understand a- each oh, other. We could have well. AJ be like the past, you know, shepherding pastor type or whatever. Yeah, that that was that was actually my original thoughts. Yeah, on the deal. Like but. he he would he would be the you know shepherding and discipleship and deeper kind of stuff like that. Where you know I would be in charge of the art artisty stuff and you'd be in charge of the main okay senior pastor. Your stuff. your outreach through like everything. Okay. Head pastor, AJ is the discipleship. Deeper, yeah, yes. discipleship stuff. Cool. <laughs> and then we have, you know, Jared and Dale and Connor Martin and other people to keep us all accountable. And stuff, yes. So. I just feel like that would be so much fun. <laughs> we would, you know what I mean? We like, would we have, have too much fun. Our That's staff meetings would be the best <laughs> oh, ever. <yeah. laughs> but we have us and then Sarah Kavasia. Yeah, we just go frisbee golfing. Sarah Kavasia. <laughs> we'd have Mickey. Um, and then we'd have, uh, well, okay. If we had to choose someone to be in charge of like actual women's ministry. Wait, hold up. Deaf ministry. Rebecca Reese. Rebecca Reese, ah! there we go. And so we could have her in charge of um, women's ministry, too. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with you that. You know what I mean? Because what? Okay, yeah, for small sure. church where we have, like, five... For sure, yes. Deaf, okay. You know, like, one deaf person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? Like, but you know what I mean? Especially like, if yeah. we're going to a different small city. That's what we have to do. We have to find a small town in, like, upper in northern Wisconsin that has a large deaf population. And then that's where we settle down. It's perfect. Okay, but I'm just thinking about this yeah. now. And we have these have these staff meetings, and, then, and Rebecca Reese and Sarah would be like going like this the whole time, like, "What are you guys doing?" And we'd all be like crazy. <laughs> It'd be great. What are you talking about? That would not be us at all. That'd be you. I know. <laughs> it would be me and Dale. Yeah, you guys would be. No, to stuff. be honest, Dale wouldn't. Dale would be pretty serious about it because he yeah, okay, he's a manager would, type. Yes, but you know? we would have a lot of fun. Well, we'd have a lot of fun. We are. I just fun. have a feeling that Sarah Cavaja specifically would come do face palms at some point. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just because she'd be like, not really. I mean, if we were if we were all going in at a serious angle, I feel oh, yeah, like we'd yeah, all would just fun. have fun and talk about stuff. I just feel because all of us guys are really dorky people. And well, yeah, but we can be serious. When we want to be serious, no, no, no. we're serious. Okay, alright, I mean, unlike these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We need to get Sarah Cavage on the podcast sometime. We should. That'd be fun. That'd be a good idea. Hey, Sarah, if you haven't been listening to this, which I know you're not, you should come on our podcast. <laughs> I know you're not. Ooh, shots fired. I'm pretty sure she would tell us if she was listening to our podcast. Probably. She'd be the person who'd tell us. Yeah. Unlike JJ and other <laughs> hey, people they told us. Did. They told eventually. Us. eventually. <laughs> JJ and Hannah, Hannah Jacobs. Oh, I will shout out to them real quick. They were talking to. I heard that they were talking to people at, at Clinton High School. Oh, okay. About our podcast. About our podcast and, and like advertising. Oh, us. So that's shout out so to you guys. great. Thanks for guys. all the extra listens. I don't. I don't know if anybody actually, you know, extras actually listen to it, but you're advertising us and. We appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I'm almost crying now. No, yeah. I'm not. But, you know, I'm well, still emotional it. about it. <laughs> you just killed it. You were, like, making fun of the fact that you No, no, it. I'm just saying, 
Never mind. Yeah. You know what I mean. Just, just ruined it, Caleb. I'm sorry. Just ruined it. We, uh, we really respect that. Uh, thanks for your support. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I will be thinking about this ideal church for weeks to come, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but this is the end of the episode. Uh, what's our hashtag? Hashtag from the ground up. Nah. That's just dumb. Can you come up with something? What was something funny or inside jokey we said during this episode that could be a funny hashtag? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Next time we have to have a part two on this. We didn't get. I have a feeling we should. Yeah. Although we need to talk about what the church itself, like the building, would look like. I think it should be black and red. I'll be fine with that. Did you ever wait in the the last podcast? Did you ever talk about the fact that Connor didn't have food? Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, you we should did. make that the hashtag for that one then. It, I think we already made a hashtag was. for that one. Oh. No, I think it was. Been like hashtag where's hashtag, Connor's Milky Way. Hashtag uh, counterfeit gospel. That was oh, that's what it was. Yeah. The hashtag for this one is going to be how to build a better church. Oh. There you go. Well, I don't know. That feels almost like we're saying our, all these churches are stupid. We'd make a better one. Exactly. Let's let's make it hashtag it so we would how to build on. a church. Hashtag how to build a church. Take it from us, guys, because we're the experts. No, let's not do that either. It seems pretentious. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this entire episode was pretentious because we were talking about what we would want from a church. No, and yeah. Everybody who owns I'm a church not, or has again, opinions about we're saying churches. like we're saying like in ten years yes. we do this, and we our opinions have probably changed drastically yeah. by that. Not like super drastically, but like. To be fair, I was planning on doing this like three years from now, but okay. Okay, no, that's fine. Like I'm legitimately okay with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, like if all the stars aligned. Uh, I actually got married. I want to do this. I really want to do this. And guys. then everyone's jobs were just whatever, and would let them move somewhere. Yeah, like that. we don't have to move somewhere. We can make a church here in Janesville if we really wanted to. No, no, that would be kind of pointless. Yeah, wouldn't it? it would be. Very but pointless. no, we we make a make a a church in like a nearby town, like a smaller town nearby, like Milton. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, like it's like literally a mile away. I don't know why we do it, but you know whatever we do it. In we just we just pray a lot and be like, hey God, we want us to build a church. Hey, that's how Pastor Jeff found uh, our yeah. land. You know what yep. he did? He put a map of Janesville up on the wall, took a took a uh, tack, and literally just was like, I think there. <laughs> and it and, was. Yep. That's Holy what it was. Crap. I know. <laughs> well, someone drew on there where all the possible churches was, and he picked uh, one of the possible. Oh, ones. okay. You <laughs> yeah. not going to That's a that. little bit Personal. less <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah, and he said he wished he still had the map because he thought it was really cool that that person did that for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So like, so like possible, not possible churches, but like possible land plots or yeah, yeah, yeah. right places. Out, so, yeah. So, so it wasn't just like we should just do this that with skyscraper. We should do that. We should do that with Wisconsin. Just be like, hey, let's 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 analyze, you know, every place that we know of that maybe Go around, could take use surveys a church. Yeah, yeah. Maybe mature. could use a church, and then we're like, all right, let's just pick random randomly. Anago. Oh, let's just go to Anago. Let's go church hunting in Anago sometime. That would actually be a cool. Find idea. a church that's absolutely horrendous and make a church right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The most passive aggressive thing we could possibly let's do. Let's just buy their church. <laughs> I'd just be like, That'd be cool, there's right? a new, there's a new See, owner in town. The main boys. problem Sorry. with this, I feel, is gonna be the money. 
why is money an issue? No, no, no. Like I'm saying, like okay, if we're all like gung ho, hey, let's build a church, guys. Just like all right, well, I mean, if the money doesn't come in, then we're like okay, well, apparently God didn't want us to do that, so. Well, duh. I'm just saying, like that but would be a bummer. But if God wanted to happen, <laughs> then the money would come in. No, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying it would be a bummer. It'd just be like, ah, oh, dang it, God doesn't want us to do this. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyway, <laughs> dreams, possibilities. Uh, it's like six thirty. Did we ever yep. figure out a hashtag? No, no, we did not. What's our hashtag? Uh, I don't know. Hashtag youth group is starting now. <laughs> youth group is starting. <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> you can always figure it out later and just say yeah. that. Nah, nah. you? We, we never, yeah, we never redo. We can't redo else. anything. <laughs> Be okay. stupid. We never add to that episode after it's already done, except yeah, for the first like, episode. We did like that once on the, the first episode. Yeah, we did. Because you legitimately forgot to say something that was really important to the conversation. Yeah. Okay, I really want to do this. Well, well just wait, just wait. wait. Okay, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show, and on our website at ChristianArtistShow.com. Thank you very much for listening. Mickey, take it away. That's a wrap. Oh, that was probably really loud. <laughs> you can cut it out. It no, really that's fine. Good. I don't know if it'll stop. Test, test. One, two, three. Test, test. Four, five, six. Test, test. Seven, eight, nine. Speak up, Mickey. Test, test. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah! yeah! So, Connor, hypothetically, if we were going to make a church... What would it look like? Mm, let's talk about this on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dumb. Why do our hearts have noses? That is a good it question. It does look strange. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> well, they're at least nostrils. I think that was recorded, actually. <laughs> Bloopers! Bloopers! And there's Mickey discreetly opening her water bottle on the other edge of the room. Oh, it was so good that I had to say something. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, as an association of churches that aligns itself with this, this same statement of faith, we are distinctly yet deeply connected. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, what's happening? Oh, I just went on Icewind Dale. What? <laughs> that is not what I meant to do. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, that's actually not what I need. I'm on the totally wrong part of this. I'm surprised it started up so fast. It was like two seconds. I know. <laughs> oh, here. Ah, oh, dang it. I missed it. Go back. Ah, I'm sorry. This is not working. Okay, what we believe. I was... Okay. So it would be... Dang it, stop. This stupid computer is messing up, and I don't know why. Like, whether you do it all at once, or... <laughs> it was really hot. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. You look like you're dying. Well, you said my mouth is just on fire, but it's fine. There's water right there. <laughs> Can't drink out my mocha milk. Sorry. You okay. guys. No, you're fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't trying oh, to make you laugh. Please don't die. At, at me. Please don't die. <laughs> Please don't die. 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 <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Come on. I'm going to that out too. I'm so sorry. No, you're okay. Okay. So for the third time, I'm going to ask this question. <laughs>